Welcome to Planet Positivity, episode 14. I'm your host, Mark, and this is going to be an interesting show, to say the least. I was trying to figure out how to start, what to talk about, and there's just so much going on right now. Every day there's something new, there's more information, there's tons of stuff going on. I I can't even keep up with all the information unless I do like a podcast every other day or so. But the last one I did was from information from April 3rd. I think I released it April 8th. I was hesitant to to release it because I didn't want people to think I was a conspiracy theorist. But right, right now with all that's going on, it's more like conspiracy fact. There's some weird weird stuff going on right now and there's it looks like like a war going on not not a war like a military war you know people shooting each other but like an economic war maybe a bioterror war i i don't know there's some weird weird stuff going on and um i'm just gonna go over a lot of conspiracy stuff right now which may or may not be true all i know is what we're being told is not true there's an underlying reason why the numbers for this corona uh, virus pandemic was greatly exaggerated at the beginning uh, a month ago or a little before and now it's greatly lowered and still to this day the news is pushing fear 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 if if you turn on the news it, you could you could hear the the news play this fast music duh, 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 the coronavirus duh, 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 duh. You, and it, it just you could feel your your adrenaline just start to rush and get going just by listening to the intro and they it's it's not even reality it's more like entertainment and getting you know the most viewers nowadays it's actually i don't want to use the term fake news but it's a lot of um it's a lot of fraudulent news and inaccurate news coverage i mean just just the fact alone that they showed a hospital um a hospital a busy hospital I want to say it was in New York, but it was the same footage from Italy. So, I mean, stuff like this is is so absurd that they're... It, it's, I consider it lying when they're doing stuff like that, when they're showing footage like that. And they, they briefly showed an episode or a, um, a part of the news about the coronavirus, and they showed um, a nurse doing, uh, performing a, a ventilator or giving a ventilator to a patient. The patient was a dummy. I mean, if you look closely, you can see it was a dummy. I don't know. They, they didn't say, you know, it was a dummy or it wasn't real. But when you pause and you look at it, it was obviously a dummy. But I don't know why they show that. It's, it's terribly misleading is, is, would, be, um, would be the least of it it's it's incredibly misleading and you know the news needs to be held res- responsible apparently I, I didn't even get into that that there's um a lot of co- only a handful of corporations now that control most of the m- news in the media and uh, most of them are on the same page i remember uh, watching a youtube video and hearing all the news spout the same information that almost the precise same words it was actually kind of scary when i when i saw that um but right now we're we're at a war not in addition to you know what's going on economically and 
um, virus and and that we're we're at a war now for our freedoms and our our civil liberties and freedom of speech is being greatly greatly um, uh, hampered right now. It's being um, we're being a lot of people are being silenced. A lot of videos on YouTube are being being deleted. There's a a, a small movement. Oh, I don't know how big it is, but there was a, a movement where people, uh, you know, film your hospital, go to your local hospital, film your hospital. A lot of hospitals were empty. It was it was the weirdest thing, but you know, all those videos they deleted them off YouTube last time I checked. Same with um, David Ike did an inter- interview with London Real, and you know he talked about. The reason that the whole virus happened, he, he's a really big on the conspiracy theory thing, and he, he uh, related it to the 5G, and that's causing the virus, and not like a, a real virus, but just that. And they deleted anything on YouTube that has any mention of 5G and the virus. You know, they, they deleted that. So that's, that's, you know, you know when they're doing that, something something's off like it's like they're trying to cover their tracks they're trying to hide something some here let me let me uh play a few minutes of this david ike and i thought it was really powerful so i'll let you hear this this it's a four minute thing but i i think it's really well done here don't touch cash use cards because the virus can pass on through cash They are planning an enormous economic crash. And I've been saying it even more since 2008. Picture a pyramid. At the top of the pyramid, you've got a tiny few enormously wealthy people. We now have a name for them. We call them the 1%. And this Hunger Games society is not classic fascism, it's not classic communism, although the outcome in terms of tyranny is the same. It is a technocracy. This coronavirus hysteria gives the excuse to do what they're doing, and the outcome and the consequences of what they're doing is to dismantle the world economic system. This Hunger Games society is designed to have no small business, no even medium-sized business, globally, just gigantic corporations that control and produce everything. Amazon is a classic example of what I'm talking about. What this coronavirus is creating is a situation unfolding by the hour worldwide that is destroying small business, family business, even medium-sized business, some even relatively big businesses too. It's destroying them. The big legacy of what is happening now will not be to do with health long-term, it will be economic. It's going to be catastrophic. What happens to those people whose businesses collapse? What happens to all those people who were working for those businesses? for bars, for hotels, for all these businesses that have been targeted, don't go there, shut down. What happens to them? They fall into the bottom of the Hunger Games society. And what we're seeing now, every day, is this Hunger Games society 
coming closer and closer and closer because of what's being done in the name of protecting the people. I've got news for you. You go deep enough into this system, they don't give a sh about the people. We must protect the old people. We must destroy the world economy to protect the old people. Oh, these would be the old people, would they? That have paid in their entire life through taxation and other means. And at the end, in their final years, they get handed a pittance of a pension, which gives them the choice between being warm or being hungry. And what does that do? When people are going without essential things, because the system doesn't care, and they're having to buy shite food, because that's all they can afford. They can't have nutrients to um, boost their immune systems because they can't afford them, and the mainstream everything's not telling them they need them anyway. Drinking toxic water and other drinks, being deluged with sugar, which has a phenomenally destructive impact on the immune system. All this is going on. We're living in a, an electromagnetic, technologically generated soup of um, radiation toxicity. And this system has allowed that to happen, has allowed corporations to do that. And now, having done all that, that's devastated the lives and the immune systems of old people. And I'm not talking about the nurses. I'm not talking about the doctors. I'm talking about that at the core which is driving this. Yeah, so that was David Icke on part of um, his talk with with the, the host of the London Reel. If you get a chance, check him out. David Icke, D-A-V-I-D-I-C-K-E. Or you could go to London Reel and watch that full interview. I think it's like an hour and a half or so. But yeah, that's, that's um, definitely uh, powerful the way he talks about it. And he, he thinks it's all pur uh, purposely set and structured. And I don't even, I don't think that he believes the virus even exists. I think um, from what he talks about, it's more the 5G causing virus-like symptoms. The symptoms are more symptoma symptomatic of like radiation effects. So that's that's what he says. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to believe. I'm not an expert in 5G and wireless technology, but it does have an effect on the uh, human species. I have a book. I just um, I need to open it up. It says um, uh, electromagnetic. Uh, just it talks about the the humans and um, how we're electromagnetic. We ha we have all our cells have currents and um, they're electromagnetic. Every cell in our body. Uh, so that's uh, definitely interesting, something to look more into. But like I was saying before, uh, here's another thing I posted on Facebook. I'll read these. It says, these are not my words, but I share the same feelings, and I do. So we're seeing the most draconian measures enforced at all levels of the government that we've ever seen in our lifetimes. And yet, rather than being alarmed by the things going on, so many people applaud. People are being arrested for spending too much time outside, and people applaud 
pastors are being arrested for daring to hold church services and people are applauding. A child's birthday party is raided by police and people are applauding. A young woman is ticketed for going on a leisurely drive alone because it's deemed non-essential travel and people applaud. A parade of school teachers and administrators who wanted to drive through neighborhoods and wave at children is busted up by cops because they were non-essentials and people yet applaud for that as well. A lone paddleboarder in the ocean on a beach without any other people around is arrested because he's violating quarantine orders and people applaud. People are being denied life-saving medical treatments because they're not a priority right now. Not essential as deemed by the government as the entirety of our medical system is focused on one thing. And people applaud. Still, businesses are being forcibly closed and padlocked. Owners arrested for refusing to shut down. People applaud. Dairy farmers are being incentivized to stop dairy farmers farming and to sell their herds. And you don't seem to understand the implications. You're being told to use hotlines, online forms provided by your local government to report your neighbors who don't obey. And you comply. Uh, you scold people day after day for not obeying government edicts. And if any of us dare to question what's happening, you lecture about how we're a danger to society and we just don't care about people dying. You've somehow managed to convince yourselves that the people whose lives are affected by a virus are much more important than the people whose lives are being destroyed, and in many cases leading to death by the effects of a worldwide economic shutdown and impending worldwide depression the likes of which no one has ever seen before. At what point we start questioning what's going on? How far does the government have to push before you're jolted awake from your slumber? How far are you willing to go with this? If they told you to load your families on the train cars so that you could be taken to virus protect protection facilities for your own safety, would you do it? Yes, yes, you would. That would be that that much has become painfully obvious to me and the whole time you'd be shaking your finger and yelling at those who refused accusing us of being a danger to society and not caring about people die but they don't have to load you on the train cars and take you to virus protection facilities or force you to comply because you do that voluntarily they control your mind they control your fear they control you by convincing you that the world is a scary and dangerous place but they're here to protect you, care for you, and keep you safe, just as long as you obey. They know that as long as you're locked inside your comfortable house with Netflix, Hulu, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a cell phone while dangling a $2,000 check in front of you like a carrot on a stick, you'll comply. No force is necessary for the majority of the herd. You are imprisoned, willingly, and you're too blind to see it. That's another powerful, powerful message uh, I found on Facebook and I shared it with all my friends and everything. And it's what's going on right now where our rights are being slowly, slow, actually very quickly um, uh, taken away from us. And everyone, everyone, the majority of the people are like, yes, 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 whatever it takes, whatever it takes to beat this virus. And the odd, the odd thing is that... Um, the virus death rate that we've been told is dramatically less than um, the original data, you know, that we uh, graphs and charts that we were shown. And part of it is now that um, 
a lot of deaths are being uh, attributed to the virus when the virus didn't kill them. There's a, oh, I just had something open. Hi, Lucy, that's my cat. Lucy, what is it, girl? Come here. She's just on my lap now. <laughs> but a lot of the deaths that, that are being reported um, are caused from other things, yet they are attributing them to the COVID-19 deaths. So that's another interesting thing I can't find. I have so many things open right now and so much things to, to go over. It's not even, it's not even funny. I, like, I was nervous or a bit reluctant to even start talking about this because I don't know I don't even know where to start this is just this is you know 1984 George Orwell is 1984 but 2020 and it's uh it's crazy you know what's kind of interesting too let me um I'll go to my, my Facebook and I'm a part of this group called conspiracy theories let's see what they says so apparently there's this you know let's talk about conspiracy theories just for the heck of it while while we're here so apparently there's supposed to be 10 days of darkness or three days of darkness and kids being rescued, you know, from underground tunnels. Um, there's like all these mass arrests of, you know, all these uh, criminals and CEOs and stuff. And, you know, that was one of the conspiracies. There's, you know, 5G conspiracy theories, you know, I don't, I don't know any of you know, much of any of those. There's, you know, someone asks, what's the true motive behind the forced lockdown? Let's see what some people write. Some people wrote uh, control, um, 5G installations to keep people home and, and try and stop the spread of the virus. Uh, one person wrote, no, I believe the truth. Uh, another person wrote, I think they're hiding a plague. That's interesting. Um, another thing I saw too is they were uh, keeping us inside because there may be radiation exposure uh, outside caused from a meteor or comet. Apparently, uh, later on this month, Comet Atlas is supposed to come really close to the Earth. And I know there was this theory about Nibiru and Planet, Planet X back in the day, how it could cause an extinction-level event in the U.S. and cataclysmic you know, events like... Um, I don't know stuff that causes extinction to you know part of the planet that, that that's possible i mean definitely uh possible but who knows um i know and w one of the things too is we're obviously for me in my mind w what i could see what's going on is we're told to kept be ke to keep six feet apart from one another and we're told to quarantine and not gather in groups so you know what happens when people gather in groups one of the things is they protest so what what they're doing is keeping us afraid of protesting too so we can't really fight back in a way um but eventually you know people are going to start protesting right now people are are already starting to protest and resist. I saw a video of people in Germany doing it. I saw people in, I think it was India doing it. So already all over uh, the world, they're already starting to resist and protest. And that's a good thing. What we have to do is we have to uh, share this knowledge. We have to get on the same page. We have to uh, unite. United we stand, divided we fall. So we have to unite, you know, come together. We have to, you know, we have to get out of fear. Fear is what's controlling us. It's 
it's what's keeping us from taking action. The fear is paralyzing to people and it's paralyzed most a large part of the world right now. And it's um it's not uh the fear does not, you know, um it's not relate to what the danger is. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Like the the danger is so small that the fear is too big. You know, it doesn't it doesn't equate. So we're we're being kept afraid from what I see in in the news, how it's distorting the truth, distorting perception. Um, you control the narrative. That was one of the things David Ike talks about, and it's fascinating and it's true too. Um, they control the narrative. You control people's perception, and you control the reality. You keep them, uh, and that kind of keeps people in line, enslaved almost in a sense in a in a weird sense of the term uh, apparently when our fear uh, mechanism in our brain is activated our um, our um, not normal thinkings distorted we more we're more apt to believe um, the herd the majority of the people were more apt to believe what people high officials tell us we're more you know apt to believe that sort of stuff and so we'll believe whatever they tell us, and it's it's just weird right now. Okay, and then let's see, uh, someone wrote F vaccinations. That's another theory right now is to mass vaccinations, which um, are supposed to be bad for us. Um, or there's there's a conspiracy that they're bad for us and that they contain all these chemicals or nanobots to control us or, I don't know, something. And then there's... Um, Someone wrote, uh, wrote, we may be witnessing the biggest media-generated mass hysteria since Orson Welles' 1938 radio broadcast, War of the Worlds. And, you know, I, I'd agree to that. The mass hysteria is crazy and um, does not equate to the, the danger, you know, presented before us. It's way overhyped, way, way ridiculous. And there seems to be um, a motive behind it. One of the, another theory is, this is a good, a, a good theory. It's called, they want to crash the entire world's economy and start a new global based economy called, you know, the new world order. And that, that is interesting because that has been talked about currently, um, especially with Kissinger. Kissinger just recently talked about that. Let me see if I could find that article um, with Kissinger. This was Influenza. I could close that. There was Agenda 21, United We Stand, Divided We Fall. I said that. Oh, uh, one of the Illuminati um, families, apparently there's 13 Illuminati families. One of them is the Rockefellers, right? So in 1994, here's what David Rockefeller said at the speaking at a UN business conference. He says, we are on the verge of a global transformation. All we need is the right major crisis and the nations will accept the new world order. So he's one of the promoters of this new world order. And yeah, that was that. What was I? Oh, Kissinger. So, uh, Henry Kissinger's 96. He's I can't believe he's still alive. You could find this article online. It's just, you know, he talks about um, failure to establish post-COVID new world order could set the world on fire. The famous uh, advisor demanded a global collaborative vision and program and adherence to the principles of the liberal world order. And he warned that the U.S. will have to join a global program to overcome the damage wrought by the corona pandemic. And 
you know, it talks about how Kissinger was uh, the national advisor to many presidents, including Ford and Nixon. And, you know, he served as advisor to many political and business leaders. And he stated the world will never be the same after the coronavirus and that the United States government will have to to sustain the public trust and a divided country, efficient and farsighted government is necessary to overcome obstacles unprecedented in magnitude and global scope, he wrote. Sustaining the public trust is crucial to social solidarity, to the relation of societies with each other and to international peace and stability. And he went on to say, leaders are dealing with the crisis on a large national basis, but the virus, viruses, society, dissolving effects do not recognize borders. And no country, not even the U.S., can in purely national effort overcome the virus. And he recognized, uh, for short, global resilience to infectious disease. We need to develop techniques and technology to control the infection. And he, I'm just reading, it's a long article. The world's, he says the world's democracies need to defend and sustain their enlightened values. A global retreat from bouncing powers with legitimacy will cause a social contract to disintegrate both, both domestically and internationally. Um, he warned that the failure either to conquer the coronavirus or to build the post-coronavirus world order might lead to global catastrophe. And he says the historic challenge for leaders is to manage the crisis while building the future. He concluded failure could set the world on fire. So it's kind of interesting when he talked about you know a, a new world order. That was interesting because that's a very popular common theme in the conspiracy theories. About 10 years ago, I, I um, was really learning a lot. I thought it was fascinating. The Illuminati, the 13 families that control and have controlled the world. You know, the presidents are just a puppet and they're not the ones that are really in power. And the ones that are really controlling are the 13 richest families of the world, including the Rockefellers, the I think the Morgans. Uh, there, was, there was a bunch of families, 13 families. And let's see, what else should we talk about? Uh, there's so much. I'm just going to try to go through as much as I can. So, oh, this was uh, back to uh, the COVID death certificates are being manipulated, a doctor, uh, a doctor says. So why are they going to manipulate COVID deaths? Oh, I wonder to um, make it look, appear uh, larger than it is, obviously. So... Um, Dr. Ann, Annie Bukasek says COVID-19 death certificates are being manipulated and that the CDC is instructing physicians to exaggerate COVID-19 deaths on certificates. So that's fascinating. And I've read this before. There's actually uh, memes on Instagram that, that you know have a person that died in a car wreck and they say, oh, a doctor looks and says, oh, uh, COVID-19 death, you know, and just it's it's funny but it's not funny it's just it's something something's definitely wrong here um even this fowdy guy are uh who's who's the doctor who's talking to trump and and um uh, dr anthony fauci fauci he estimated you know um 
he's the advisor to Trump. Uh, I, th- I think he's from the National Institute of Health or something, but he's he's an expert on on the virus, and he, he talks a lot on on TV with Trump. He said that it was we're supposed to have one hundred two hundred thousand deaths. Now he's like, oh no, it's more closer to sixty thousand. Now it's already downturned from the millions. First they had millions, they go one hundred two hundred thousand, then they have more like sixty thousand. We're looking like this is like the flu now. We have. Uh, a lot of flu deaths, uh, almost, I don't know the exact number. Let's see, influenza deaths per year. I know in the world it's like over 400,000 deaths per year. Um, there might be close to 50,000 in the U.S. or, or 30 to 60,000. I, I saw a range, I don't know the exact number, but if, if there's 60,000 thousand deaths that's close to being the same number as the flu so we have to shut down our economy the entire world's economy quarantine everyone for that and then you know what they're saying as well is oh the deaths are so low because because we're all quarantined and not you know, not interacting with each other. We're all staying home and, you know, staying six feet apart from each other. And another article comes out that maybe the, you know, in California, we already had the virus back in December, January, and now we have herd immunity. So it's like all this stuff is not adding up. And even, you know, I, I just listened to a podcast and they were talking about the, te- the tests having like an 80% false positive. And even the virus was not, um, not found through legitimate scientific uh, means that they normally do. Usually there's more tests to uh, identify a new virus and this one was not done properly which which you know gives people doubt that there even is a virus the same symptoms of this alleged virus um, can be caused from uh, other other things to you know can be attributed to other things it doesn't have to be a virus like there could be um, some sort of radiation sickness or something you know causing this illness that uh, is being attributed to the virus. That, that is, that's possible. I mean, it's a long shot. It's a conspiracy theory, but it's definitely possible. I mean, it's it's weird. It's strange. But let's look at the global deaths right now from from there. I'm on the computer. <laughs> the global deaths. Can I even find it? I have so many stuff. So much stuff open right now. Let me let me close. A couple things. So I have the okay total coronavirus one million eight hundred fifty one thousand total deaths one hundred fourteen thousand. So, you know four hundred twenty two thousand recovered. If we talk about over four hundred thousand flu deaths right now, we're at one hundred fourteen thousand COVID nineteen deaths. That means that the flu is about almost four times as severe as the current coronavirus uh, death estimation. So. Um, Right now, we are at top five de- uh, death causes in the world. So far this year, you know how many people died from coronary heart disease? 2,653,120. You, ha- you know how many people died from stroke this year? 1,891,031 people. How many people died from lower respiratory tract infection? 
966,809 people. How many people died from chronic obstructive pulmonary disease this year? 960,653. How many people died from trachea, bronchus, lung cancers? 513,421. And then we're talking about the coronavirus killing a little over 100,000 people. So this it just doesn't make any sense, no sense whatsoever. The number of deaths for uh, leading cause of death is the first one per year, 647,000 people die from heart disease. This is according to the Center for Disease Control. Cancer, just under 600,000. Accidents, 169,000. Chronic lower respiratory Ill diseases, 160,000. So you know that's interesting as well. So 160,000 people die naturally. Um, I want to say this is for the United States alone. So it's a lot of people. So apparently the COVID-19 patients have respiratory uh, issues. So if you were a conspiracy theory, theorist, it, it could, you know, you could switch out some of these respiratory diseases that occur naturally and say they were COVID-19, which is definitely a possibility. There is evidence to support that pneumonia deaths uh, pretty much fell off the cliff to one of their lowest rates ever. And some people are attributing that to uh, COVID-19 deaths. So that's fascinating. It's definitely plausible and it's something to look into. Um, stroke kills 146,000 people a year. Alzheimer's disease, uh, 121,000. Diabetes, 83,000. Influenza and pneumonia, that kills 55,672. There you go. You add chronic lower respiratory diseases plus influenza and pneumonia, you get uh, 216,000 people. Uh, over 47,000 people kill themselves every year. That's fascinating. And you know, um, back in 2008, when there was that big economic uh, downturn, they estimated, I, I think, I don't know if it was the C, uh, CDC or whoever it was, but there was a study done and they found that that economic downturn caused two, anywhere from 260 to 500,000 excess deaths related to that economic uh, downturn that we had, that crash. The, they they uh, estimated that from cancer deaths, which is fascinating because you wonder what, what what's going to happen from you know the economic collapse that's happening right now. Uh, will that cause over a million excess deaths since it's much worse? Right now, we're, we're going to be in a... Uh, another great depression. That's what some people are saying that we're uh, possibly going to be in another great depression. It'll take years to dig ourselves out if if we even do. If the world's not completely reshaped uh, by then, you know, if it's not completely reshaped, and that's definitely a possibility. There's you know a couple possibilities. One is a the the world is completely reshaped. There's a new um, new world uh, economy, a new world. Um, new world order and a new world currency, a new uh, global currency, uh, or B, the economies around the world recover and bounce back, but it takes many years. And then, you know, who knows, maybe 10 years from now we get another one. And, you know, I find it odd that Event 201, which had a simulation of a pandemic from a coronavirus a month before the alleged coronavirus outbreak in China, uh, led by Bill Gates, that that just 
you know that alone uh makes me very suspicious it's it's very uh coincidental that 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 occurred so short in between those two dates uh i want to say it's october they had that event to one and then november um was that first outbreak and then from there just you know everything got more and more uh, draconian draconian measures are being taken all over the world um many countries are just shutting everything down they're you know ticketing people who who uh go outside they're you know i know in india they're beating people with canes or smacking them and right now um in countries like india and i don't know other places but india for sure they're they're gonna they're having trouble feeding their uh the population, the government's taking control of trying to feed the population. It's not working out really good right now. I want to say that I just saw that another video of uh, people protesting or just, you know, going wild over there. Oh, and, you know, the World Health Organization is making these recommendations for what to do during this outbreak. And um, apparently they're something's going on with them uh trump is threatening to freeze funding to the world health organization they they really screwed up somehow uh they really screwed up definitely uh the world health organization and they they could be in cahoots with china there's some weird stuff you know right there that you could fall all the way down the rabbit hole you know looking looking at that and other countries are you know most countries are locked down but some countries are doing other things to handle uh the outbreak uh, i know belarus is just let, has everything open they're not doing anything um same with uh well, this says Moscow is introducing a digital pass as officials warn of inspection, infect, infection spike. Spike uh, World Health Organization warns Belarus that must do more because they're, uh, you know, who who's uh, um, in charge of the World Health Organization is the United Nations. The World Health Organization is a subsidiary, subsidiary of the United Nations. The that's another interesting thing. Um, the caravan protests over church closure planned in Nevada cities on Easter Sunday. 5G protests or sabotage Dutch phone towers. I saw this similar thing, I think, in Nigeria, I want to say. Protesters in Ohio gather outside the state house to criticize shutdowns. Good, good. Do that. Grab people all around the world and do that. You know, your voices need to be heard. If you're upset over what's going on, and I definitely am as well, you know, speak up, go protest, go, you know, gather and, and you know, tell your government and your high official, you know, that you don't like it and it's it's not fair. We, we don't need a shutdown of the economy. Here in Southern California, they just... Um, they just extended the shutdown. We've been in shutdown for since mid-March, uh, and it was supposed to be till mid-April. Uh, now they extended another month till mid-May, which makes no sense whatsoever because, you know, they're telling us the incubation period is zero, between zero and 15 days, right? So we've been on lockdown from mid-March, so we should be out by April, early April, right? Um, so something's not right why they keep extending it what are they afraid something's right something's not right something's going on and we're not being told we're kept we're being kept uh um from the truth and you know it's it's not good here, here we go here's an article protests uh india protests attacks over new citizenship law uh, and verification policies uh china no hundreds 
of people for Easter dinner, the Aman Bundy protest, stay at home order. Good. You should. People around the world, uh, if you're, you know, you need to take the leadership role. You need to talk to people, inform, you know, be like, look, this doesn't make sense, right? Well, what do you think? Ask people and, you know, talk about it. And, you know, if you think about it rationally, it's not going to make sense, you know? If you quit obeying the news and obeying, the, you know, the fear that they want you to feel, you just think rationally, you know, put the news, don't listen to the news for a couple of days and you just start researching, learning, um, reading things online and, and you'll figure out that this is, there's some bullshit going on right now, a lot of bullshit and it's not, it's not good bullshit. It's, uh, it's really not good. Uh, we're going, we're at a crossroads right now and, um, we could go one way or we could go another way. Right now we're pointed toward uh, a deep and dark path towards a not a good way right now towards, um, more of a fascist type of society with our rights being slowly more and more uh, compressed we're we're not going to have any rights um eventually you know we're going to be chipped we're gonna you know have to ask permission to go to the store we're gonna you know things are gonna get like china china's like a big test ground right now they have to scan their faces they they get like it, it's so crazy they have they have all these futuristic technologies that keep them controlled as a society and this 5g is, is going to help with that too all these towers they're they're um, putting up i don't know if that that's related to the virus or not but it could be I, I don't know i have no expert in that and i haven't read enough to say but it's definitely look worth a look um to check it out and you know benjamin franklin said those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety so don't give up your liberty for safety or you'll deserve neither that's what he's saying so you know we need to push back against and speak up everyone needs to speak up don't be afraid to speak up um, because if you see something wrong you need to speak up because if you don't you're part of the problem um, don't be afraid to speak up um, sure people are gonna criticize you and you know um, at first but then once enough momentum enough people speak up and speak out then you know they'll be they'll be back you know on your side it's just weird how that herd mentality works people are so afraid that you know they're they're afraid of people going against the norm you know I, I, most of my life i've i've kind of went against the mainstream what people thought and you know like that oscar wilde quote you know everything popular is wrong and you know even to that day to that day i still to this day i i, I love that quote because um you know like uh when i read that facebook post you see if people are in line jumping off a bridge and you're in line with them, you know, would you stop and think before you jumped or would you just follow the herd over the bridge? And right now, well, most people are just jumping over the bridge, not even thinking about their future. You know, if we didn't do nothing now, can you imagine how how messed up the future could be could be or how great it could be on the opposite, you know, on the other spectrum? You know, would would your children how would your children or jan uh, grandchildren feel if if you did nothing if you were too scared to speak out if if you were you know 
did nothing and in the future we have these 1984 type of scenario where everything's controlled or you know enslaved but it was our own fault you know or we could have a free free society where we still have our freedoms our civil liberties our you know our our ability to um own guns and you know that's another thing too the United States is a tricky one, a tricky country to control. If, if you were a conspiracy theorist, you know, you have, first you divide and conquer. That would be, then you uh, feign left, attack right. Hence the virus is a feign, but we're actually being attacked, you know, somewhere else that we don't know of. Maybe it's the economy. I don't know what it is, but it appears to be a ruse, the virus. If, if I was a conspiracy theorist, obviously, this is, this is how I would do it. And then, you know, you feign left, attack right, and then you divide and conquer. What they're, this is what they're doing now, actually. Uh, people are told to, to turn in their neighbors if they see them not obeying, and people are doing it. It's so, it's so messed up. I, I, I want to I swear, but I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want it. But, yeah, it's so messed up. If you if you turn in your neighbor because you see them outside, you know, and they're not if they're by themselves, they're not harming anyone or doing anything wrong, and you know, just because they don't have a mask or just because they're not doing something essential, then and you turn them in and call the police, you're an a hole, you know, hundred percent, you're an a hole, and you're a scumbag if you do that. It's it's basically plain and simple. But the United States is it's different because we have a huge amount of guns, most guns in, in any other country. So that's what's helping us big time. And you know, I have I have a theory. Uh it's not a theory, it's a I mean, kind of a theory that Trump Trump is actually trying to help us. He goes against the norm. If we had like a Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama, the country would be on, you know, martial law house arrest and you know indefinitely our guns would be quickly taken away from us but trump's pro-gun which is good for us uh, because the guns help us uh, defend against tyranny in addition to defending against home intruders home invaders it helps us defend against tyranny and gives the people more power so that's that's a good thing and to conquer the U.S., they might have to take the guns. There's there's this weird thing. So if you follow the Illuminati, you need to Google Illuminati, and um, the, apparently there's a um, a big holiday coming up, which is related to other uh, disturbing incidents that's taken place in the past, and that is April nineteenth through May first. It's a it's a holiday. It's thirteen days prior to and including May Day. Uh, it consists of fire sacrifices to Moloch, aka Baal, Nimrod, Saturn, etc., etc. It's the Illuminati holiday. It's one of the most important ones. So starting on April nineteenth, uh, there are links of. Uh, there have been links of sacrificing children through fire to these pagan gods in the past. And there's a disturbing coincidence of some mass murders committed in that time period involving fire and children. Uh, and that includes like the Branch Davidian Complex in Waco, Texas on April 19th, 1993. The Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City uh, bombing or tragedy in April 19th, 1995. And... Um, quite a few other stuff too. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City National Memorial was dedicated to the same date of April 19th, 2000, as well as to commemorate the victims and annual services. Um, it says uh, 
Timurlan Sarnayev, one of the Boston bombing suspects, was shot and killed on April 19, 2013. And then there's a Beltane Festival, which is celebrated on April 30th and is the final celebration before May Day. And it's just fascinating stuff about the occult and the Illuminati and stuff. Apparently, they worship all these pagan gods and, and that sort of stuff, and they sacrifice children. I don't know, you know, how accurate that is, but there's been some evidence to suggest that they do celebrate. I, I haven't seen evidence that there's, like, sacrificing of children and weird stuff like that. But um, the reason why... oh. Apparently, Adolf Hitler committed suicide April 30th, 1945, um, uh, and his remains were ba- burned at his request, suggesting that he wanted to be a sacrifice to Baal as well. Huh, interesting. But uh, what I was told was that, um, oh, here's a lady who warns April 19th through May 1st, and she cites, you know, the April 19th, 1905, 1904 Great Fire of Toronto, April. 18th, 1906, San Francisco earthquake fire. Um, all sorts of things that happened right around 1819, April 19th, April 20th. Yeah, it's, it's just fairly fascinating. Um, you start to look at April 19th and all the things that happened. But then again, it could just be, you know, a coincidence. Oh, she she explains it as it's the first day of the 13-day Satan satanic ritual day relating to fire the fire god baal or malak nimrod the sun god also known as the the roman god the day is a major human sacrifice day demanding a fire sacrifice with an emphasis on children it's one of the most important human sacrifice days of the year to satanists and others and many historic events occurred on there so what i'm saying is you know just look out between April 19th and May 1st, something weird or crazy might happen during uh, those uh, dates. So I don't know what it could be or who it could be. And um, yeah, also too, if the US economy does collapse, uh, someone was talking about hyperinflation on one of the podcasts I was listening to and they did recommend gold and silver as a safety hedge against either either one of those. But, you know, who knows? Uh, I don't know that the US could keep printing money without any consequences. So it's definitely uh, worth a look. And that should be about it. I'm getting tired for now bill gates here's an article he calls for national tracking system for coronavirus yeah bill gates is a quite interesting guy with um seems to have a lot to say about what's going on with you know he wants to vaccinate everyone he's you know calling for this uh vaccination id or passport there's there's a lot of stuff i I'm getting tired now. I think that's enough. I'm going on 50 minutes, so that's good. Um, so they, they even, some people even said that we can't open anything until we get a virus. You know, a virus could take a year, so things need to be closed until. I'm like, no way. That doesn't make any sense. That sounds like an obvious scam. You know, other countries here with Sweden uh, challenges Trump and scientific mainstream by refusing to lock down. That's fascinating. Restaurants and bars are open in, in the Nordic country of Sweden. Playgrounds and schools, too. But the government is relying on voluntary action to stem the spread of COVID-19. Uh, this is a controversial approach and one that's drawn uh, President Trump's attention. Um, Sweden did that. The herd, they call it the herd. The Sweden's suffering very, very badly, Trump said. But the French gov- Swedish government is confident its policy can work. 
um, and that Trump was wrong and suggests that Sweden was following the herd immunity theory of letting people catch you know, enough people catch the virus while protecting a vulnerable meeting, meaning a country's population builds up immunity against the disease. Um, Sweden's strategy, she said, was no lockdown, and we rely very much on people taking the responsibility themselves. It's fascinating. So it's fascinating to see how the countries, um, you know, different countries uh, deal with the, the virus. And so, um, yeah, here's the article. Nigerians are now burning 5G towers. Um and that was the excuse that YouTube gave for uh, for removing those COVID-19 G5 videos. China imposes restrictions on research in the origins of the coronavirus. Interesting. And I think that's that's about it. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I just I just forgot. There's just so much. I hope hope I uh, gave some value and you know let some people. Uh, gave some kind of new information or opened up people's minds a little bit. But right now we have to come together. We have to start sharing information. We have to start gathering, get on the same page, at least, you know, a good amount of us. And then eventually if they keep up the restrictions and keep compressing it, we have to have to resist the tyrannical forces at hand. We can't become a fascist state. You know, what happens is when these, um, uh, when these, events like the pandemic or an earthquake happens our uh, our rights are more and more restricted and they don't go back to where they were beforehand and it's a, a, a means of concern um, especially right now I see the large amount of freedom of speech restriction being restricted and it is not a welcome sight if we don't stand up now if we don't say anything now it's going to get worse and worse and worse and uh the only fault will be at the end when things are uh you know if things turn out really bad it'll be our own fault and hopefully i'm optimistic i'm i go optimistic pessimistic depending on what i read but eventually i see more and more people talking about what's going on um thinking you know it's it's ridiculous it's something weird's going on we're, we're all ready to go back to work let's try the herd immunity you know let's let's do something else because right now uh Right now, we have to do something and start opening up the economy. We have to get people back to work or the economy. There's the huge, huge number of people that filed for unemployment. And it's it's not, not so good. There was another conspiracy theory. They did it to make Trump look bad. I don't know. They would go to all that trouble to crash the world just for Trump to look bad. But, hey, I wouldn't put it past them. It's definitely a, not a bad theory. You know, I've heard theories or, you know, that aliens, you know, are coming and they're trying to keep us in the house to keep us from the aliens and and uh, yeah, that sort of stuff. But anyways, let's uh, talk more about it another time. This has been your um, coronavirus conspiracy theory podcast, but you know there was some some truth to it as well. There's a lot of truth, you know. Some of it was pure speculation, but some of it some of it was uh, indeed truthful. That. You know, what if it's not caused from a virus or what if the virus was spread in certain areas of the United States and the world, but not everywhere. And it didn't, you know, get out as much as people thought. Or what if it's being caused by a radiation type of thing, whether, you know, be maybe 5G. I don't I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. No. 
But all we know is it's a lot less worse, a lot um, not as bad. Uh, it's it's almost comparative to the flu when you look at the num fatality numbers, and it's like a huge overreaction. And definitely, uh, we're gonna look back on these these days and and think that you know maybe we could have dealt with this a bit better and a bit differently, you know. And we don't want the cure to be worse than the the cure to be worse than the the illness, the cure to be worse than the the, the disease. So we don't want the cure to be worse than the disease because people are gonna, you know, people are killing themselves right now. Every now and then they're committing suicide because they can't work. They, you know, I saw, I heard of a flight attendant just jumping off, you know, like an 11 story building and killing herself because she couldn't work and, you know, because of the virus, someone, uh, got the virus and they killed themselves right after they got the virus or they're you know deathly afraid to come outside it's just no way to live and you know we, we could do better we could do a lot better uh, maybe I should run for office I thought about it you know I definitely do things a lot better and you know it'd be cool to be even be like a sheriff or something and try to be one of the good guys that would be something that's crossed my mind but anyways uh thanks for listening and stay safe be well let's get some outro music whoa outro music there we go welcome um or actually uh thanks for listening to planet positivity episode 14 stay safe uh Oh, and you know, before I forget too, it's worth, it'd be worth to uh, make sure you have a couple weeks of food on hand, some essentials in case the grid goes out. Because this, this is important. I need to finish with this because the grid may go out and that means we don't have access to internet, to power, to electricity, to, you know, I don't even think the phone. So make sure you have at least a couple weeks of food on hand, have a plan to get out of the city. Uh, if you're in, you know, a, a state, in the United States that allows it. Make sure you get a firearm because that could come in handy. Um, make sure you have enough food and water, uh, maybe a generator, uh, baby diaper needs, uh, animal needs. If you have you know, pets, pharmaceutical needs for like a couple weeks or a month, you know, stuff like that. So make sure you, you have uh, stuff on hand because um, it doesn't look like we're quite out of the, the woods yet. Um, we, it may get worse before it gets better. Hopefully not, but it's definitely a possibility. We're on the verge of riots and protests right now. Actually, it's already starting to happen. It's going to get worse and worse or, you know, more extreme, more extreme, more extreme. That That's not even the best term to describe. It's going to it's going to propagate and um, become more and more. That's a better, better word for it. I don't like the, the word worse because worse is such a bad word. It's like hate worse. Like, ah, oh, makes me cringe because you, you know, the words we tell ourselves evoke feelings. So how we feel, uh, is partially determined by what we say. Say, I love you 10 times and tell me how you feel and say, I hate you 10 times and then tell me how you feel. You know, there's a big difference. Anyways, all right, uh, I gotta finish uh, finish writing. I'm like 130 pages into my book. Uh, hopefully it'll be finished within a week or two and then um, have that out. So that's something to look forward to. Another benefit of be about being in the house arrest, quarantine um, type of thing right now. It's crazy, they just told us we have to, it's a, you have to wear a mask now. It's like, 
I just want to write on the mask, you know, bullshit. This is bullshit on the mask. So whenever I walk around somewhere, people just see that and just laugh or, you know, I, I kind of wanted to do that. It'd be fun to sell like a mask like that with, or, or something scary like skeleton mask or something. Anyways, all right. Thanks for listening. Take care. Uh, Hopefully I'll get another one of these out within, I'll try to do it within a few days. I've just been so busy. Um, there's so much information and every day it just keeps changing and changing. And yeah, like I said, I don't believe everything I talked about. It's just some things, you know, it's just fun, interesting to think about and, you know, question and investigate further. Definitely all I know is something's wrong. We're not being told the truth and Things are definitely strange and we need to open up the economy and get back to work and, you know, do it safely and as reasonably as possible, as soon as possible. Anyways, okay, that's it. I'm out. Take care.